Hello. Hi. Hey. Happy 2021. We got here. Welcome back. <laughs> Another year. Another day. <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> Stay patient. Show I'm up. Show up. <laughs> Just, 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 just show up. <laughs> Welcome to Stay Patient, Show Up. I'm so excited for our first episode of 2021. I've invited two of my dear friends, Ashton and Christina, to this week's episode, and we are going to be talking about friendship. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, I really believe that we learn to love ourselves by the way people show us love and we learn to take care of ourselves by the way that people take care of us and that self-love is not a destination but it's a cyclical process of learning and loving and and messing up and learning and loving and messing up and I just wanted to share I was hoping Christina Ashton and I could shed some light on how we consistently and sometimes begrudgingly, no, never begrudgingly, show up for each other and show each other love and really practice nourishing one another and how through this process of generosity and abundant love, I have learned to give myself the love that Christina and Ashton give, give me every single day. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you laugh and enjoy our conversation. And starting off typical Sarah style, I, I hit him hard with a with a question that they both cringe at. So let's get started. When did we first say I love you? Oof, that is Woo-hoo! we are really, really hitting hard with that, Sarah. All right, all right, all right. Let's introduce let's introduce the listeners to who we have on the call. We have on the on the podcast first. Both Christine and Ashton's eyes went huge. We have some connections. <laughs> in the room <laughs> oh yeah just add that to my list of cute nicknames <laughs> am I supposed to introduce myself hi I'm Ashton I am a 26 year old woman I'm white I use she her pronouns I'm an Enneagram 9 and I'm a Cancer through and through, but with a Sagittarius moon, which I feel like describes me way more, and a Libra rising, which I'm still unsure about. I'm a sister and a friend and a teacher and a lover, and I'm really excited to be here. Welcome. Your introduction has gotten much better since the first time around. Thank you so much. I'm really, I've really been working on it. <laughs> and who else do we have on I want to say on the line, on the phone with us, on the podcast, on air. I'm Christina. I am also a 26-year-old white woman. I 
am also a cancer and I am trying to make my introduction different than Ashton's. Um, I am an Enneagram six. I am an INFJ. That's all I have. My name is Sarah. I am also 26 and I'm also a white woman. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm really not. But I do wonder why I have so many white female friends. <laughs> a valid question we should reflect on. Later. <laughs> Later. Maybe yeah. next week in therapy. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so now are we ready to talk about when we first said I love you or should we do something else? No, we can do that. I, I mean, I wish I had an answer for you. I really... What's the question? don't know the first time we said I love you I mean we all know I said it first obviously <sighs> oh my god I don't know I remember the first time you asked me if unreciprocated love was real so <laughs> that tracks I I don't know when the first time was that I don't know Sarah you probably said I love you like on the day that you met me <laughs> I don't mean that because I'm great, although I am great. <laughs> I mean that because like, you just love people. And I just. Yeah. And I was scared. That's, <laughs> that's what Christina wanted to say. You loved me and I was scared. <laughs> yeah, that's why when Sarah asked me to go to her their birthday dinner I almost didn't and then someone that I was standing with was like you should go back you weren't you weren't really nice and I was like oh my god okay I'm gonna go back I'll tell Sarah that I'm going to their birthday thank goodness and then we went I know really (laughs) oh man I do I do love hard I love fast and I love pretty freely it uh it's known to well I don't think it's ever bitten me in the ass but there's been tears shed I think that's good love though lessons learned I thought you were gonna say it has your face made it sound like it has bitten me in the ass but <laughs> my my two lovely friends Ashton and Christina are not ever surprised when I send a text and I'm like, oh my God, I met this new person, I'm in love. And then literally two days later, oh, well, they don't love me back. So (laughs) my heart's broken and I'm devastated. (laughs) But no regrets. I think we've all grown as people through those experiences that you have. (laughs) I remember the last time I was like, Oh, I was high when I met her. I wonder if that had anything to do with it. <laughs> oh my God. Did you even tell us? Like, you know, it wouldn't have made a difference. No, I did Was that, it was like three weeks later. Oh, you told me that. Oh, okay. Oh my God. What a turn of events. Okay. Anyway, I love hard and fast. And I said, I love you to Ashton and Christina. And our first year of friendship, I found the, I found this article 
we're we're on we're hairy on the details okay we're hairy on the detail folks but i found this article about omnicara and i sent it to my two lovely friends so omnicara it it's the celtic word and it uh translates to soul friend and this friendship is uh an act of a friendship that cuts across all convention morality and category the Celtic understanding does not set limits of space or time on the soul. There's no cage for the soul. The soul is a divine light that flows into you and into your other. For me, what Soul Friend has always really embodied is the concept of soulmate, but like within your friendship. The reason why it felt so, so good for the three of us on Nakara with Ash and Christina and I is because we just had this we just had this understanding of one another. We just had this, this flow. Uh, we just, our friendship was really effortless in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. there was just, it, it was like coming home. Like I know uh, it, it, it's like our friendship is often like, you know me better than I know myself, right? Like, and, I, and that was definitely true in the beginning of our friendship. And then as our friendship has evolved over the eight and nine years, it's been like, y'all have just grown with me or adapted with me. And, and I know there's been different points in our relationship where we kind of are, there's been a shift in our dynamics or uh, there's been a shift in our understanding of one another. Right. And you, it's it's probably let's be honest it's been me I'm the one who's, who's shifting and changing a lot um, we love it but as I shift and like change the boundaries or the ebbs and the flows of our relationship or say I need something differently I mean Ash and Christina have been th- have been there where um I rejected I first had sex and then rejected the concept of virginity and then had a shit ton of sex and um and then they were there with me like with figuring out like I was trans and moving state lines and trauma and bleh and so we've had two losses in our two deaths in our friendship and there's just been a lot there's been a lot and so all that to say if you think of like the soul and our energy of friends as like an essence like the two of you have always just like adapted your container to like hold the energy and the mm-hmm. way held mm-hmm. no that last part really hit me it sent me <laughs> yeah that was good to continue what you were saying I feel like our friendship is very much a given there's just something about it that feels especially felt towards the beginning. But I mean, you know, we've been in it for so long. It's just a constant feeling that, um, like, like you said, it was coming home or like it was written. And so it's kind of like, we found what we didn't know that we were looking for. And there are, I feel, I have friendships that I can think of that I will have for 
a long time, whether or not that be the for the rest of my life. But when I think about those friendships, it's a feeling of me having to continue to work at those and, and having to do extra it feels extra, I think, compared to our friendship, but it just like extra work to maintain the friendship or like you said, Sarah, ebb and flow with that person. And I think that with the both of you, it's easy for me to move around and be what I need to be or do what I want to do and still maintain that level of friendship. And that it's just... I know that we're going to be in love with each other until we die. <laughs> and I can't say that for certainty or like with certainty for the rest of my relationships. And it's very comforting, kind of scary, but also just amazing. 10 out of 10. What do you think about it, Christina? Tell me. I mean, I agree. I echo all of that. You know, the way that I, you know, thinking about other relationships in my life who are like, you know, also really big parts of my life. But with you two, I feel like the largest thing for me is like, I remember like there's a distinct memory of before that you guys were a part of my life and having the not, like the awareness of when you both were in my life like a BSAE and an ASAE yes for Sarah Nashton era after Sarah Nashton era I feel that and for me I feel like that is one of the thinking about all of the different all of the changes that have occurred but also knowing that some of those many most of those changes wouldn't have occurred without being at the hands of having you two in my life I've also just learned so much about myself through being friends with both of you and I don't think anybody else could have given me that growth or the space to do that. And I feel so lucky. Like I'm very, very thankful one to know both of you, but also to be able to be loved by both of you and to be challenged and to be laughed at and with by both of you. It's just, it is such a gift. So thank you. It absolutely is. Thank you to the both of you. You're welcome. And I also like just remembering our first year of friendship like really came with a lot of downers. There was definitely some trauma navigated um, very early on. And I am grateful to... I like I can't even imagine like what the next chapter of my life would have looked like without you guys. Ugh. Yeah, let's not go there. No, that's something 
it's something I've been reflecting on a lot. I'm working on a piece of writing about my self-love journey. And I think Ashton, Christine, and I have pondered this a lot over the years of our friendship, which eight, nine years it's been, which fucking wild of just like why why we are connected at an energetic level and how that has happened and like why other relationships don't necessarily look like this and just kind of what Ashton and Christina were speaking to. I have I have lots of good friends in my life. Like I've but there's nothing quite like what the three of us have. And the thing the thing that I've been journaling about a lot and working on and what came up in my writing is when so for context, Ashton and I, I think we already said this, but Ashton and I were, were friends first. And I write that Ashton was my first secure attachment. And, and Christina and I love to talk about attachment theory. And so I think for me, Ashton and Christina were, were pivotal secure attachments for me. And Ashton and I had already developed that. And what that means is like, it was a space where my needs were legitimized. My needs were met and my wants were legitimized and my wants were met. And I would say that Ashton felt the same way, right? Like your needs were met and legitimized. Definitely. And I didn't realize that until later, but yes, absolutely. And also I'm going to speak a little bit for Ashton again of, and I think before that Ashton, just because of who you as a person who you are as a person, you experience a lot of people like taking advantage of you or like not giving you space for sure to have your own wants and needs and kind of the opposite of like, I, I took up a lot of space to like try to demand my needs and wants and like people would then tell me to take up less space. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in that Ashton always held space for me, like loud, whatever, just kind of went with the flow. And I think for the same, like I didn't really demand a lot for action. Anyway, we had developed this, this foundation and then Christina just came in effortlessly because as well, I just noticed as I've been navigating different relationships, like Christina is a very generous human and also just like works to meet her own needs works to meet her own, her own wants. And so all that to say, like the thing that I keep running into in relationships is when people are not willing to show up and like name their own wants and needs and also take responsibility for their own wants and needs. And so that's just something that I would attribute that is, is different about our relationship is that we have our own understanding of what we need and want. And then we also take the time to like understand each other's wants and needs. And at this point, we don't really need to ask for it all the time, but because we just know and can anticipate it pretty well. But um, I would say in a lot of other relationships, like that's not the case. I want to share a story. I think one of the things that made me feel so, it was just like, these are my fucking, these, these people are my people. So Ash and Christine and I go on a trip every year and we didn't get to go on one this year because of COVID. So we got a little Airbnb in the Quad Cities. Oh, go ahead, Ashton. So we got a little Airbnb. I don't know, the whole weekend, we all just kind of moved, moved and we didn't even have to say a lot or do a lot, but like 
Christina would cook dinner and then Ashton would clear the table and then I would do the dishes. And then I would get up and get water and Christina would ask for a snack and Ashton would ask for me to fill her water bottle. And then Christina would take out the trash and I would clean up the counter and someone would remind Christina where her charger was. (laughs) We just like picked up after each other and took care of each other. And I never, I remember, I don't ever remember feeling like mad or angry that I was like cleaning up after anyone. And I, I don't ever remember feeling like I couldn't ask for Ashton to get me water. And I know Christina like asked me to massage her arm. Like we all just, (laughs) we all just like gave and took from each other without any kind of resentment or hard feelings or expectation. I mean, I totally agree with that. Just how like the ebb and flow of how well we move with one another. And I remember, you know, like this summer I went um, just to my grandpa's cabin and I was in a six hour car ride with my cousin and her boyfriend. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know how to travel with, with other people. <laughs> like I was like so nervous because... I never have to think about it when, I mean, that was six hours compared to our like 15 hour car ride stretches where I never have to give a thought about who's going to do the music or who's going to be on snacks or who's going to be doing the navigation. Like, you know, who can we nap while this person is driving? Oh, a pivotal question. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Road trip 101. We should write a book. <laughs> Seriously, though. Ooh. Yeah. And like, I know it, you know, to someone who's listening, it might seem like such a, a little thing like, oh, okay, these people travel well together. But like, no, it's so much more than that. It is so much more than that. Yeah. I think, Sarah, you said it once. We just exist so well together there's just something about how we do life and it just like flows really well which leads me to believe that we were just built for this relationship and our friendship was written in the stars truly I just and it's so what I love about it is that it's just so sovereign like it was true then when we first started being friends like it felt the same way as it does now and it's just so so freaking cool it's just so cool holy fuck we've been friends for nine years like Mm -hmm. that's wild because it feels like we've been friends since yesterday but also since the beginning of time that's so true and just like what christina was saying i refuse to believe that either of you had lives before we were friends I was gonna say y'all were talking about it before and after and I was like oh I just think after like before Ashton Christina I don't know right exactly (laughs) it doesn't compute in my brain and I just I was thinking about that earlier today I was like yeah like I know obviously that Sarah and Christina grew up they had friends and went to school blah 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 whatever and I'm like that doesn't make any sense like in my head I was there for that as well if I was in there, happen. Exactly. Exactly. Popped out of the womb. Mm. Went to St. Ambrose. Powerful. 
but it's like well oh shoot I'm gonna go I'm gonna go there it's like I was born when I met you I was born again oh I don't think I can handle that I think a different phrase would work better here (laughs) I became whole okay that's much better my eyes were open I saw the light like yes I had legs (laughs) I don't know I was thinking of like (laughs) okay Ariel I had legs (laughs) Sarah let's all get that tattoo but to take it back take it back to our listeners who are like you're right I really want to listen to the three of you gush at each other makes sense (laughs) I was just I think I think what is just so true about our friendship is that we operate from abundance. I feel like this abundance of love. Like I don't feel, there's not a time where I, I ever really feel like I'm not good enough for either of you or like, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna measure up to whatever you think of me or like, or like that you're not gonna show up. I truly believe in no that you give me what you can at any given moment. And not that like, you're always there for every moment. Like, no, that's not, that's ridiculous. But I just know, I know and trust and believe that like, you show up the best you can when you can. Whereas like, and kind of that give and take, right? Like, I know what I give you, like, I'm going to get back later. And not that even that it has to be like, even keel, but I just know that y'all are invested in me the same amount, the same way I'm invested in you. Whereas I think other relationships in my life and other friendships, people, it's like, I'm putting more time and energy than they are, or like, they don't appreciate the time and energy that I'm putting in, or, you know, like there's not, there's not an abundance. There's a scarcity or like, there's, there's someone taking more or there's someone giving more, which is like, I, I tend to give more in a lot of my relationships, which isn't a problem. The problem is when someone starts taking advantage of it or like doesn't value it. My question for the two of you lovely humans, what's something you're struggling with right now? And what's a positive change you wanna, you wanna see? What are you working on? I created, well, I didn't create this word. I just chose this word um, for my year and it's the word explore. And it goes along with what basically we've been talking about this entire time is just exploring my wants and my needs and really getting to the core of the decisions that I make or don't make and whether or not that's actually something that I want or that I need, or if it's something that I feel like I should want or I should need. And so I'm doing a lot of reflecting on and really just continuing to ask the word why, when, and even sometimes in like the smallest areas, like, you know, later tonight, I'm probably going to watch some criminal minds. I'll ask my question, why? And more than likely we'll probably get to the point because like, I just love the show, but there are definitely some things that I might be doing or ways that I'm spending my time or I'm not spending my time. And when I'm asking myself why I'm doing that, it's because I feel like I should, or other people are telling me or the world or some imaginary 
thing is telling me that I have to do it or that I should do it. And I want to live my life purposefully and intentionally. And I think if I'm able to explore my why and my wants and my needs and things that truly are important to me, then I'll be able to learn so much more about myself and really like love myself even more. And what I like most about this is I think in the years past, I've tried to get to this point and I've tried to force myself to ask questions about, oh, why am I doing this? And it's, oh, I just want to be a better person. And I think it was just performative before, but now I truly feel it and I want to do the work and I want to know myself better and make sure that I'm taking care of myself how I deserve to be taken care of. And it, in order, and we've talked about this before, but in order for other people to do that for me, like I need to start doing it for myself. And so that's kind of a struggle and something that I'm working on is just exploring my own feelings, my wants, my needs, and my motivations. Yes, I love that. Oh, snaps. Really excited. I love that for you, Ashton. Thank you. Um, my word for 2021 is routine. And I feel like at face value, that sounds like a really boring word, but I feel like, and I kind of like briefly mentioned this on the last episode I was on Sarah, but I, I kind of hit this moment once I graduated school in May in the middle of a pandemic where like I felt like I redefine is not the word that I like that I'm trying to use but it's the only thing in my mind where like I could really like define myself post-grad and in this new chapter of my life because quite frankly it was nothing at all like I imagined it would be uh, still living in my mom's upstairs, um, in my childhood bedroom. <laughs> um, but I feel like something that I have been struggling with since that time is like really trying to figure out like, okay, you know, who am I, who am I presenting to be? And not in the sense where like, I feel like I need to be different because like, I know I'm great. I don't need a new year, new me, but like, I think that I can do things, whether it's setting up my day a certain way or um, putting more things that I love in my day that can like best support me to be the best version of myself, which I think sounds really cheesy but like it also allows me to to be the person that I want to be and to be able to enjoy my life while I have certain things at my disposal I love that Christina Ash and I set intentions every year and we've talked about this throughout the episode, but 
this this podcast what i'm working on this year is really just like intentionally falling in love with myself um and honoring myself and my wants and needs and and my word for the year is power that comes from just accepting and honoring the full abundant love and power that i have within my being I'm able to do that because Christina and Ashton nourish me. And just again, thinking about bell hooks and love and nourishing each other and being committed and trusting one another. And I just have been really, really valuing my relationships and trying to do my best for myself um, because I know then that, then that means I'll be able to do the best for the people in my life. And I just really appreciate and know that like, I wouldn't be where I am without Ashton and Christina, like just loving me how I am, as I am, whenever I am, I can call Ashton and Christina or text them about all the things they're just like all right like what how how we how do we how do we tackle this or i i got you back even if i say i'm in love with jennifer tomorrow they'll be like what's her name like well obviously her name's jennifer but it's <laughs> just not like, a secret <laughs> what's her what'd you say Let's just keep the soulmate to a minimum. Yeah, I can't say that again. I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll keep that to myself next time. So I guess I'm, I'm, I keep trying to think about like, what do we want the listeners to know? I want your listeners to know that they deserve to have people in their lives. It's so important. And I think we've clearly spoken to that today it's just it's so important to have people who truly know you and sometimes know you better than yourself and I think that through that like we've said comes so much growth and everyone deserves to have that and I think sometimes friendship is like it's just like eh, whatever you know friendship happens like I have friends yeah sure but it's so powerful and I wish that everyone can have powerful friendships in this case I have well technically one powerful friendship but I have two powerful friends and it truly changed my life and I think just keep, I mean, keep working towards it and looking for those people and being vulnerable enough to have those experiences with other people to get closer to that point where you're just loved so unconditionally and for who you are. Yes. And and something that you said made me, made me think about something of just like what you said, like friendship just happens and I was actually talking to about that with a new person in my life about how I think oftentimes when we meet people 
or we have friends, we don't really think about it and we, it just happens. Like Mm -hmm. in high school, we just like had our friends. I know my first year of college, I just was friends with the people in my hallway because that's who I had access to. And even as I've moved from job to job, it's like I was friends with my coworkers because again, it's who I had access to. I mean, after I graduated college, I stopped choosing. I started choosing my friends Mm -hmm. and, and that began with you two of, and, and I think like it began before that because I obviously didn't stick with my first year college friends because it just wasn't, it wasn't a match. Right. And I know like y'all know I moved to Idaho and it took me, took me six to seven months to find friends. And that, and that's because I didn't settle. Like I didn't, I didn't settle for people who were incongruent with my energy. I chose like, I'd rather hang out by myself than hang out, hang out with people who aren't giving me energy back mm-hmm. or who aren't like vibing well with my energy. I tried to hang out with a few people here and there. And there was things that I could have done with different people, but I was just like, this is going to be more of an energy suck than it is going to be more than an energy give. And so I just kept looking and actively pursuing people that I wanted to spend my time with because my time and energy is valuable and I'm not just going to hang out with Karen on the weekend because I have nothing better to do. And so, yes, I would say like value yourself and your time enough that like you deserve to be in space where you're valued and honored. And if you're in a space where you're not, then get out of there. I would say to your listeners that I encourage them if they aren't already to search for relationships that bring them enjoyment in their life because I think when I think about our friendship one of the most beautiful parts about it for me is that you both reminded me and not even reminded me, but you gave me ways to find enjoyment in my life during some really, really fucking dark times. And I don't think that we live in a society that really feeds us that, that we deserve to, to fill in parts of our day if not our whole day with things that make us happy um Mm -hmm. with people that make us happy Mm -hmm. too often I think that you know we get the message of some kind of mixed message of no being you know all about different things that our relationships can bring us that aren't enjoyment and happiness Mm -hmm similar to what Sarah said, if you're in a relationship that isn't bringing you that, I would do a, a solid pro-cons list and do some tough evaluation. Just do a quick little check. Well, and it really, it really comes down to like what we talked about in the first episode and what I'm, what I've been rudely, I've been slapped in the face with a lot this year do you know your worth? Do you honor and value it? We stay in relationships and friendships because we feel like we don't, like we don't think we can deserve, 
deserve better or like there's better out there. You, you are worthy of time and attention and you deserve good things and you deserve enjoyment and happiness. You deserve people in your life who are going to tell you that and, and show you that and give that to you when they can. Like, I feel like I'm going to cry. I don't know. I guess I'm just so, I'm just so honored and thrilled, enjoyed, enjoyed that I have two people in my life who just nourish my soul in such a way and who hold it with such care. So uh, thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. You know what? Not to ruin a moment here, but I'm thinking back to your first question. (laughs) When we first said I love you to each other. And I think when we first said I love you to each other is a different question than when we all said I love you in the same conversation. In the same conversation at the same time. Like each one of us responded with I love you too. Oh my god that was a moment I remember that. That was like mm-hmm. a year ago. <laughs> yeah <laughs> what it was over time. We had to work towards it. it. <laughs> we had to work towards it. It was it was a goal. It was like a year ago because yeah. it was it was eight years of me saying I love you and uh Ashton Christina Christina being like yeah or hearting it or ILY, um, or Ashton would give me a, you're pretty great. Same. <laughs> oh yeah, Christina would give me a samesies. Samesies. But my love slowly wore them down. Thank God. And now- Just another Ashton, thing you taught me. Yeah, now Ashton regularly says I love you. I think <laughs> the other day I randomly got a text message from Ashton that said I love you. <laughs> in the morning and I was like why yeah okay yes and then after that I was like well shit maybe I just like won't say that anymore because like now Sarah's gonna ask and Ashton was like I just I just want to say it more and I was like oh okay cool (laughs) I was like did I do something like why do you love me right now (laughs) what's happening (laughs) I was so uncomfortable saying that before I mean obviously you know it you lived through it but again, like, I just feel like I, I truly feel like the depths of our love. And I just want to tell you that. And so thank you for offering that deep love to me because now I could just say that I love you both so much all the time. Aw, I was gonna say, maybe this is another episode. I want to know, like, why is it so hard for you two to say I love you? I'm gonna have to do some reflecting. Feel like you should like receive an EOB for Blue Cross Blue Shield. Oh my God. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. I hope you laughed alongside us and didn't get too lost in our inside jokes and banter. My hope for you all is that you seek friendships and people in your life who will show you care and compassion and abundant love because you deserve it. And I hope that you are able to show yourself love and care and compassion in abundance from a place of abundance because 
there's always enough. You are enough and you deserve people in your life who show you that and tell you that. Thank you so much for listening and meeting to people who show me that every single day. Stay patient. Show up. Show up. All right. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.